You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. In today's topic, I'm going to be talking about the presence of record coal ash and groundwater contamination in at least 22 U.S. states. So let's begin. So hello everyone, my name is Nyla and welcome to Greener Thoughts. Whether this is your first time listening or not, thanks for coming. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday for your enjoyment. Please be sure to send your thoughts, comments, or environmental articles by email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So in today's episode, I want to focus mainly on one of the most pressing issues um, right now, which is about coal and how devastating it actually is in the fact that it's contaminated many sources of drinking water with uh, dangerous pollutants is very important. And so I wanted to shed light on this issue and uh, give more of a backstory to what's currently been happening uh, over the last few years and recently what's been happening that's so important and I think everyone should know about. Uh, So today's uh, environmental news uh, is coming from Environmental News Network and it's via um, the website InsideClimateNews.org. So the first uh, news I want to let you know that the Trump administration is actually rolling back uh, federal rules and regulations um, about managing cleaning up Uh, contamination from the billions of tons of coal-burning waste that we actually have in this country. So you're rolling back the rules and laws about this because they want to and they don't care. And in fact, the Trump administration is actually trying to do away with some cleanup efforts and requirements and... um, but we all know that that's um, illegal and, and they can't necessarily just leave communities with uh, the contaminated groundwater um, that, that's there. And uh, these rules are actually being challenged in many courts around the country at the state level, federal level, um, by different organizations and such. Uh, what some of the states are fighting for uh, currently, you'll have uh, some states fighting um, the climate um, the the climate um, producing uh, coal climate change producing uh, coal um, things like that and so you'll have uh, states recently like uh, South Carolina Virginia and another few states actually doing some very important work South Carolina right now is removing uh, the ash from their unlined ponds uh, to prevent them from leaking pollution into nearby waterways, which is a step. And then you have um, Virginia, their their governor actually, uh, Governor Northam, uh, he actually announced a complete removal of coal ash ponds within the Chesapeake Bay watershed. And uh, of course, watershed in, in the states where it's... Um, uh, where it's located, this watershed is essentially an area of land um, that drains into a particular river, lake, or other body of water. And so we have a particular big uh, watershed with the Chesapeake Bay watershed. Um, since, I've, since I'm in Maryland, I hear so much about it. 
Um, I looked up a recent news release from the governor of Virginia, and it just states that um, in the news release that there's going to be this uh, new act that's going to be implemented, and it's introduced by uh, Senator Scott uh, Sorvel and Delegate Jennifer Carroll Foy, and it's basically called the Water Quality and Safety Act. Now, this is going to end Virginia's uh, moratorium on closing coal ash dumps in uh, the watershed, and it will require that all the material that's removed uh, from the on online pits and, and um, things like that are either recycled or transferred to a safe uh, lined landfill. You know, I think this step is really a big thing for Virginia. Um, it's, it's neighbors with West Virginia, and, you know, they're big on uh, coal uh, period, but I think that the fact that Virginia is actually taking these steps and making this a law to actually close the the coal ash dumps and removing safely this ash is a is a big step. And uh, congrats for Virginia. I just want to see in a few months to come how it's going to actually hold up and if the bill is actually going to pass, even though it's been introduced currently. Uh, some of the I think main causes of this issue, just contamination period, is the utility companies. Now, for years, they've been producing hundreds of millions uh, of coal-burning waste, at least 100 million tons. And the contaminants are wide and, and many. And some of the main ones and most dangerous ones are the selenium, uh, mercury, cadmium, and arsenic. And these things are associated with things like cancer and other health uh, effects that the EPA says are very, very dangerous. Now, um, about four years ago, in the year uh, 2015, it was a remarkable year, I tell you. And you know, want to know the reason why? I think the reason why was mainly because I found out that the Obama administration led and created some of the first national regulations and procedures for uh, coal-burning waste, period. So even today... Um, you'll have um, where there's the the making of dry storage. Um, the norm over wet storage is is pretty is pretty normalized now. It's seen as what should happen. Um, so dry storage is better than wet storage in ponds. And so the the requirements and regulations that were first made in the, in the year 2015 were that first that utility uh, companies have to conduct groundwater monitoring at ponds and level and landfills. The second thing that they had to do was they had to close uh, leaking ash ponds because this would, of course, contaminate um, groundwater resources. And then lastly, the third thing was a requirement was that the um, areas had to be cleaned up and um, they had to clean up polluted groundwater and disclose all their studies and information and actions on their websites publicly. Um, I, I think that um, right now, the fact that these regulations may be pushed back and rolled up um, with the Trump administration is very devastating. And, you know, we have to do our part to fight this and make sure and pressure Trump and his administration to not um, roll back some of these environmental regulations and laws, especially when it comes to uh, these non-renewable resources. We should be transitioning, of course, to renewable energy, but we have to be aware that if this man is is in power in the way that he is, that he uh, has the ability to control things, and this is not one of the things that you want him to control because this water affects you and your communities, which I'm going to get to a little bit uh, later in the episode. 
Um, so currently what's happening in other uh, states is that um, what's being affected is their water and they're in these, these, these dump sites are big contaminators. In Illinois, you have the arsenic, cobalt, and uh, lithium is actually in the groundwater in 22 of the 24 coal ash dump sites. In Georgia, same thing, similar contamination of all those contaminants. But they were in 11 of the state's coal-fired power plants. That's 11 out of 12 in Georgia. In Texas, reports recently revealed that there's uh, tons of evidence of contaminants leaching in all 16 coal-fired coal-fired power plants uh, with ash ponds, which um, I said before are pretty you know bad versus uh, the dry storage, um, or landfills, landfills that have uh, coal. Um, in them, coal ash. Cleanup isn't so tidy. Um, when we think of uh, coal, we think, okay, it burns. Does it ever really go away? No, because there's coal ash. Same thing as when you burn uh, wood, there's ash from that. Anything you, you burn, there's going to be some remnants of it. And so uh, some states, like um, uh, North Carolina, for example, they're actually trying to pass on the buck and the money and the cost of cleanup to its consumers. So they're going to have um, the two North Carolinian uh, subsidiaries actually charge its customers for the first um, $778 million um, in monies to clean up um, the coal. And then Alabama, Alabama Power is actually having its customers absorb the $200 million uh, effort of cleaning up coal ash. Um, that's as far as what officials said. And then lastly, in Virginia, uh, Dominion Energy actually sought approval from the state's regulators of the utilities, and they're going to collect $114 million in um, related costs, and they're going to pass those on to customers for uh, cleaning up the coal ash um, mess and following regulations. So, you know, there's a big, you know, issue with states not being accountable or the states, utilities and utility companies of these states not being accountable for their mess because they're passing on the buck uh, and responsibility to consumers, which I think and I know is just irresponsible because they created this mess. You know, if you really want to stick it to your utility company, I suggest you let them know that you're not going to stand for this and you go to another more responsible more responsible a utility company and just give it to them that way. You know, it hurts companies when they see their bottom dollar running out. And as before in a previous episode, we've had uh, energy companies like PG&E I mentioned uh, before in the, in the past episodes that um, they're going bankrupt because of the fires that they were uh, responsible for in California um, and the devastation that took place with all those um, survivors and their homes and their businesses destroyed. You know, you can really send a message to anybody if you get rid of their bottom dollar. And uh, that's what's happening now. That's what's going to happen. Uh, some of the big, big problems. I just want to give you uh, more details as far as storage ponds. Like I talked about earlier, dry storage and, and wet, store, wet um, ponds. And then polluted groundwater as a whole, because I know that that's very important. And that's why I talked about um, the importance of this uh, episode. So I want to give you some information. Uh, one of the things is that um, there's still 
regulations as to requiring um, polluted groundwater to meet, um, to be restored to conditions um, without uh, ash pollution, you know, being there. And so there are some deadlines about uh, when this is supposed to take place, but within a reasonable period of time is not a good measure. So that's kind of a general thing you'll hear about when uh, when it comes to this pollution and getting it back on track, especially polluted groundwater. Um, there is a really powerful, interesting, and um, informational map I saw on um, one of the sites. It's on, um, on the Inside Climate News website, and it actually has a descriptive map um, provided by Earth Justice, and actually they do a great job of listing um, all the cities and places on the, on the map, um, tw- 70 sites at least currently, um, in 22 states with failed water pollution. So these all have failed water pollution standards um, according to these, these ash um, coal-fired uh, power plants. So uh, you'll see many on the East Coast and in more of the Mid-Atlantic re- region. So um, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, that sort of region. Um, and then you'll have some, there's plenty um, in parts of the Rocky Mountains West. So, you know, Arizona, Utah, Wyoming, Mon- Montana. These are places where these coal um, plants have failed um, pollution standards and water pollution standards. Uh, the Midwest, um, you'll see states that are affected in the Southwest, so New Mexico. And lastly, um, well, uh, there's also Alaska that has one um, plant that failed water pollution standards. And then lastly, um, the southeastern most part of the United States, so uh, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana, these states are affected and have failed uh, water pollution standards as well. It's a It's a wonderful... Um, map in itself because it gives so much uh, detail in, in those states and labels everything and it will currently be updated through uh, Earth Justice and so I'll hyperlink and copy the website in the descrip- description box um, for this episode so that you can take a look at it and see where your state falls or if it's affected or even if it has any plants um, that have failed uh, their water pollution standards. Uh, so some of the last remarks I have is that my thoughts on this topic are that um, just nothing gets me more um, excited about renewable energy than seeing the destructive power of finite renewable energy, like the, the effect that this is going to have um, in getting Americans to see that this is not the sort of power that we need. I'm not excited about the fact that this is destructing communities. I'm excited about the fact that now this information is, is out there and, you know, I found it and others can find it too. And so this is just confirming what I've already known that, you know, this news is devastated what I've shared today, but this is giving us so much information more about coal, that there's an oxymoron of clean coal. You know, I don't believe in that. And I think it's just not responsible. It's, it's a cop out. And, um, it's just confirming that, you know, utility companies, they don't care about what happens to the coal waste as much as you'd hope that they would. And they're going to continue to pollute your home's groundwater supply. And in many different states, um, they have already. In Fruitland, New Mexico, Healy, Alaska, Jacksonville, Florida, in 
Louisiana, in 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 Louisville, Kentucky, in Wilmington, North Carolina, in and in York Haven, Pennsylvania, in other cities, they are polluting, uh, right in the in people's backyard, in small cities and towns, um, they're they're doing this uh, behind closed doors, and they don't care, and so you have to be, uh, pressuring them, you have to do something about it. You know, if I got wind of my utility company, for example, um polluting my groundwater, I would definitely shut them off and switch to another one. You know, it's not hard. You know, you have power in that. Like I said before, economic uh, stability and instability is a factor when it comes to these big corporations. And so they squirm at the fact that they could be going bankrupt or losing their customers or shelling out fines or getting sued in court for something that they should have taken care of the responsible way. You know, there are these places that I mentioned and many, many more that you can see on the map are the places where coal is contaminating, you know, the water supply. And so I think coal is just not the answer and never has been. You know, utility companies must change and we must declare that they do. Do you love Greener Thoughts? If you're able to, decide to show your support of Greener Thoughts by clicking the second link in the description box of the episode. It's a direct support link for Greener Thoughts. I love the fact that I get to talk about, you know, one of my favorite segments, the Mother Earth Minutes. And uh, it's just a time where I get to review in the next few minutes just actions that you can, of course, take to combat the issue in the episode and save Mother Earth. Uh, That's the goal here. Um, on Greener Thoughts. And so the first and last um, task that I think you can do is investigate your state's coal consumption, removal, and waste and other uh, things that they're doing. Um, For example, uh, North Carolina is actually, you know, really fond of this and they're um, leading the change in this, especially with um, the campaigns that they're doing. So, they have a website called uh, appvoices.org forward slash coal ash forward slash. And they have, you know, big volunteering efforts. They do diff- different campaigns. I found out, you know, one of them is mountaintop removal, which is big in parts of uh, North Carolina um, and West Virginia, Virginia states like that. And um, there's also, they have campaigns of coal ash, energy savings, um, fracking and pipeline uh, work, and then lastly, economic solutions. So if you are in the North Carolina area um, or even in one of their places where they have offices, uh, like in Virginia, Tennessee, and of course in North Carolina, then you can get on the bandwagon and uh, support them. And also you can see um, if your state, if you're not in um, North Carolina or have or, or, or in one of those states, um, where they have offices like Virginia Tech or Tennessee, then you can um, maybe start an organization of your own and see how prevalent this issue of coal ash, coal mining is in your state or region and see what you can do to um, create some sort of wind and, and get it moving. You know, just be informed as much as I say on this podcast and on, on each episode or many episodes, I always say to be informed and research um, and know what's out there. And so, you know, information is your best sort of weapon to be informed. And so I think that 
if you research even more um, um, places where you can assist in removing coal from being an energy and being a toxin and being uh, something that's going to cause harm more than good, then you are on the right side of environmental justice. You are doing your part. You are doing great things. Um, I just want to say that is, you know, those are some of the most pressing things I think I can do um, when it comes to, you know, the Mother Earth Minutes and giving you this information. And of course, you can do so much on your own, but uh, this is just a start for you. It takes about 50 uh, glasses of water to grow the oranges to make one glass of orange juice. This information was found on uh, factslides.com. It's one of my favorite sites to go to for facts, period. And uh, it's really an impressive uh, site of themes and messages and facts. They even have a wonderful book um, of many, many facts. And so I hope you enjoy that. And we'll get to uh, the call to action in just a moment. So the call to action is uh, just my idea for the future of Greener Thoughts where I would like for anyone to self-nominate themselves or nominate an individual or company or organization that is big on environmental care and actually supports the environment. And so if you want to demonstrate your environmental stewardship or you even work in the environmental field, then let Greener Thoughts know with a 200-word essay to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Next, uh, the Ego Company Spotlight is where I'd like for any company who wants to reach out and uh, let me know about their you know, product or service that's environmentally uh, friendly or related, you can definitely let Greener Thoughts know. Next, um, and lastly, I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen and click on this episode as it's very important, I think, especially with the um, change, I think, in America right now, especially with renewable energies um, going forth. And we have, you know, the non-renewable energies that we have to worry about. This inf- this information is very important. And so I'm glad that I could uh, talk about it today in this episode. And so um, I wish you all uh, a great day and take care. And uh, if you have any comments or questions or anything you'd like to add, you can definitely, as always, email greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com for anything else, okay? So you all take care. Have a great day. Bye.